Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to 30 and No Freaking Clue. This is your host, Jessica Danielle, and I'm back with another episode. And in case you didn't have a clue, you're going to get one by the end of it. (laughs) Anyway, so can we talk about that is June? June. We're at the halfway mark of the year almost. You know what I'm saying? So how y'all doing with those resolutions? Y'all still uh, working on them? Y'all forgot about them? I know one of mine was watching this podcast. Podcast. (laughs) And look at me right now. Fourth episode in. So I'm a little proud of myself about that. So you know what? Why not go ahead and give myself a round of applause? You know, because I'm doing it. And I'm doing it, and I'm doing it, and I'm doing it well. It's like, no. (laughs) Just so y'all know, my podcast is available on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and I'm working on iTunes and other podcasting sites. Um, You know, so I just want to give myself another round of applause. And thank you to Anchor FM because without them, this wouldn't even been possible. Well, it would have, but they kind of saved me um, the stress. So if you're listening on Anchor, you know, I love y'all. And if y'all listen to me on any other uh, podcast um, sites um, like Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, I'm grateful as well. You know, thank you for tuning in. So last week's episode, well, not last week, I don't know, the last episode that I made basically was a car conversation on um, why women pass up good men. And, you know, it was a, quite up a debate or whatever. It was just a car convo between me and my homegirl, D, and we were just talking about a lot of stuff. It wasn't even scripted. It was just straight off the dome, but an impromptu podcast but this one, you know, this episode, I kind of want to touch on insecurities and pick me's, you know, and I'm going to go into that. Um, but, you know, I want y'all to just listen to my intro because I'm still so proud of myself that I made this all by myself. So let me give myself another round of applause. <laughs> you know, in the words of Snoop, I thank me. Without me, this wouldn't be possible. So, you know, hold tight. Woke up one morning with nothing to do. So I started this podcast out the blue. Welcome to 30 in, no freaking clue. Yeah, no, no, no clue. No clue. But I'm doing it. And it's my podcast. I think I might shorten my intro or I might redo it, you know. I like it, but I don't want to lose y'all. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, so today's topic, we're talking about insecurities. Um, We all have them. Male, female, woman, man, what have you. Um, For people that don't identify anything non-binary. I think I said that right. I'm trying to be all-inclusive because 
some people want to be called man, some people want to be called woman, you know, some people don't want to have a pronoun or whatever. English was never my subject. Um, <clears throat> so when we talk about insecurities, some people always feel that only uh, quote unquote ugly people have insecurities. But the more you find out the pressures to be quote unquote beautiful in this world, almost everyone has insecurities, whether they want to admit it or not. So <clears throat> I know for sure I read an article about how Holly Berry, you know, before she um, would go to these events, she would never look in the mirror. She would always take pictures because she felt that pictures told the absolute truth. And sometimes she would go online um, anonymously and see what people would say about her. And if you look at Holly Berry, she's freaking gorgeous. Even at 50, she's gorgeous, um, along with a lot of other black women, especially in um, the film industry and stuff like that. And I know the pressures in Hollywood is to look a certain way and to be a certain way. And even age-wise, you know, you get looked at differently. I mean, just recently, we, um, if you've been on Twitter, you saw how um, Van Jones addressed Ava DuVernay as auntie. And that was this whole thing about how calling an older black woman auntie is now desexualizing them. It's just a whole thing. But needless to say, bringing it back to insecurities, I feel like the way with social media and how everything is in our face instantly, people want instant results. Even when it comes to weight loss, they want instant results. Like nobody really wants to do the work because we see someone's beginning. We see the after, but we didn't see the journey for the most part. Or we judge people because they're not losing fast enough. When some people have AIDS to assist their weight loss journey, like surgery, um, pills, whatever, what have you. And some people are doing it natural and we don't even know, you know, everyone's body chemistry. Some people can lose weight faster than others. So we can't judge our journeys on someone else's, um, on someone else's journey. But when we talk about insecurities, it, it's like, I know for me, when I was growing up, I have, um, sisters, but my oldest sister was, I was always told how beautiful she was. She's pretty. And then when it came to me, it was just like, okay, you're you. <laughs> so that kind of played a part in my insecurities growing up because, you know, if you ask me till this day, my sister is gorgeous. And I will tell you that I'm never, um, I'm not one of those females, women that, you know, feels intimidated by somebody else's beauty. I just hated being told or looked at like, like I wasn't beautiful. So a lot of things played in part. Like I grew faster than a lot of my friends. I had, I was developed early. I had boobs probably by the time I was like nine. Uh, and my hair was long at one point, you know, people said all kind of mean things. Like I was fast. I was this, that's the only reason why the guys liked me, you know, and in those formidable years, your adolescence, you know, you 
will form some insecurities. You're comparing yourself to others. People are shoving their views down you. You're not recognizing your own beauty. And I feel like today's society, everyone wants to look a certain way. We have lace fronts. We have people getting all kind of cosmetic surgery. And I'm not here to shame anybody for what they do. Whatever you want to do to make yourself happy, by all means, go ahead and do that. I just hate the fact that everyone puts people on these standards like um, the rapper Dream Doll, who was on the Bad Girls Club. She had admitted that she gotten surgery to look a certain way because she was with a partner who basically cheated on her with thicker girls. So she felt like she wanted to look like the girls that her partner, you know, stepped out on her on. And now when you look at her body, I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's exaggerated. She seems happy. She just did... um a video of how she gained weight and she went to Columbia and she was like, forget it. I just rather get the surgery. By all means, do you. But I just want us women to know that we're beautiful. We don't have to all fit nail this created um, mold of type of woman. These real thin waists, big old butts, you know, maybe not boobs. You know, everybody wants that pear shape. Now, my sister is shaped perfectly like that without surgery, with kids and everything. She's just naturally shaped. Me, I'm not. I'm more so, I don't want to say I'm a Coca-Cola bottle, but I am a little top heavy, but I still have hips. I just don't have enough in the back. And I'm okay with that. It's my shape. Unless I'm willing to go underneath the knife, um, I can't help it. But we internalize our insecurities for our self-worth. And if you're going to change yourself just to be what somebody else wants or what you think they will want, you'll never be happy because then you're always constantly changing yourself. Like, look at someone like little Kim, for example, you know, she might be content with her looks. I personally don't know her, so I can't really speak on it. But from the outside looking in, I never thought little Kim was ugly. Even then, when she first came out on the scene, it was this petite chick, you know, Around the way, like, and I guess as the industry, as she got more further in the industry and got more money, she was able to afford the look that she always wanted. Uh, I just be feeling like when it comes to, you know, transforming your body and your face, you're going to never be content. I mean, at one point, I didn't like my nose. I felt like my face is uneven. One side is bigger than the other. I can depict myself all day. But sometimes you have to go and look in that mirror and actually love what you see. Love everything about yourself. And focus on everything you do like. Um, So for one of my friends, she admitted that she didn't like her gap. And I'm like, well, your gap gives you character. You know, you might not like it, but it's a part of you. It's who you are. It's not like it's to the point where, oh, my God, girl, you missing a tooth. No, it's just got a little space there. Okay. You know, sometimes our teeth want to be separated. My teeth is fighting for the spotlight. You know, I could have corrected that with braces, but I didn't. It is what it is. Maybe if I get a couple dollars, I might straighten my teeth. Right now, it's not the end all be all. I'm not 
worried about it. But a lot of us women, and I'm only speaking about women because I'm a woman, um, we judge each other like as if we don't, we might not share the same insecurities as someone else. Like, for example, I've gained weight, lost weight. Now I've gained more weight right now. That was part of my resolution <laughs> to lose weight. I was supposed to work out. Um, we're now halfway into the year. I've probably been to the gym twice. Still playing for, paying for that membership. But am I doing all the things possible to lose the weight? No, I'm not committed to it. I'm going to get committed to it because it's a feeling. I don't want to feel fat, if that makes sense. I don't mind being bigger. I just don't want to feel weight and the heaviness and out of breath. And, you know, I'd rather be in shape. I'm not necessarily trying to be skinny. I'm just trying to work on a better me. And if that if I lose weight in the process, awesome. But that's not my focus. But for some, some of us, we like to shame other women. And it's like, you're not, I mean, we all have done it. We've judged or whatever. I just feel like when somebody's personality is ugly, then yeah. If you're ugly to me, if you're if your personality is ugly, you're ugly to me, and I don't care what kind of body you is, I'm coming for it. You know, if you shape like a penguin, if you shape like a freaking Chrysler 300, I don't care. You know, all best is off if you're nasty. Um, I just feel like people need to fix their attitude, and some people should be insecure about their personalities. You know, um, fix that. You know, if you're judgmental, fix it. If you're too much of a pushover, fix that. You know, find the balance. Um, I personally don't. I don't really appreciate women now, especially in the age of thirty, being the type of woman that says I don't have any female women friends. I absolutely believe in sisterhood. I'm not saying your sisters can't be your friends. Um, some of us have sisters. Some of us don't. Some of your family members you know, cousins or whatever. I'm just saying, I feel like you should have a sisterhood of whoever. So that could be your mom, your sisters, your cousins, nieces, aunts, whatever have you, your closest girlfriends, coworkers, whoever, have that sisterhood, that bond, because all of us women go through a lot. And we share so much of the same. It's amazing how we alienate each other. Like, if you actually sit down and talk to some women, you realize you're not alone. Or You know what I'm saying? So I just hate that we use insecurities to further keep us apart. Um, and I'm all about building self-esteem because I was a person that didn't have low self-esteem. I mean, I had low self-esteem. And I'm still working through some insecurities, but it's like letting someone know they're beautiful. What's the harm in giving someone a compliment? I love that video of the young girls and the one dark-skinned girl. She was talking about how she didn't think she was beautiful. And all the girls around her told her something beautiful. You know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And if you don't see that beauty in front of you, how can you expect anyone else not to. That's why if some girls, you'd be like, who she thinks she is? 
But she got all the confidence in the world because she believes in her own beauty. Now, some people are just downright arrogant. You know, they just feel like they, you know, top shit. And you just like, "Uh uh-uh, honey, strip all that down. Take the lashes off. Take the wig off. Do you really love yourself? Do you really like who you are? It's easy when you have a mask on. I'm not shaming nobody. I wear makeup. I wear lashes. You know, if I could get the right wig, I'm put a wig on. But I'm absolutely fine with being my natural self as well. We all have our moments. We all have our days. But we just have to make sure that we're not allowing our insecurities to control our lives. Like so many women I know that have been through traumatic experiences have said that they didn't go somewhere. um, This one woman I knew, she said how she didn't want to go to the beach because she had scars because she, you know, overcame cancer, had a mastectomy, and then got her boobs redone. And I'm like, who fucking cares about your scars when you've just survived cancer? Not once, but twice. Fuck them scars. You know, I would never shame someone that been through a traumatic experience and overcame it. That just, I feel like when people do that, it makes me look at them like, So why did you need to point that out? What's wrong with you? Because some people project their insecurities on others. Like, people be like, oh, she thinks she's cute. No, you think I'm cute and you feel threatened. I didn't say, I didn't walk in here and say I'm cute. You thought I was cute. You got the problem, not me. Don't project it on me. And sometimes we allow other people's insecurities play on our mind frame, and then we feed into it within ourselves. Like if someone tells me like, oh, the guy's only like you because, like this girl one time told me, oh, the guy's only like you because you got big boobs. Oh, and you don't. So you're insecure about that, but you want to point that out is that that's the only reason why a guy could possibly like me. That's unfair. That's unfair to me, and that's a shame on you because you just blasted your insecurity right there on front street another thing you know when we talk about relationships and guys and being attractive to guys and stuff like that what about these women that are pick me's you know (laughs) and if you didn't know what a pick me is pick me girl is a woman who well from urban dictionary A woman who wants the attention of the opposite sex or same sex so badly, she'll throw her fellow woman under the bus, internalizing misogyny at its finest. So we know some of those girls. Uh, Scenario one. So the reason why you don't got a man is because you can't cook. You don't take care of the house. You don't do this. You don't do that. That's the reason why you don't have a man. Oh, is it? Raise your hand because you're a pick me. That's what you are. You're feeding into this notion that this is what I need to have to be maybe a good woman. To be picked. That sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, If you look at some men that are married, some of their wives can't cook. No, that's not the end-all, be-all with some men. Now, maybe he might want a home-cooked meal. Maybe he wants to be the cook. I'm not saying, you know, you have to be out here Chef Gordon, Chef Ramsay. 
Patty. You know? I'm pretty sure I can pick up a recipe and cook something. I'm not a horrible cook, but I've heard people say that. Or this one girl, <laughs> I will never forget this. She was like, girl, I do everything for my man. I wash his clothes. I iron his clothes. I lay it out on the bed for him. I cook his meals. I fix his lunches. Um, this is why I got him in. Um, I suck his dick when I need to, when he needs it, whenever. I'm just here for him. Blah, blah, blah. All of this. And I'm thinking like, okay, that's nice. But honey, he still cheated on you. So, I, I, is it? it? But you did all that. And not only did he cheat on you, he married someone else. So, did she do that better? Or did he just use you? By all means, I'm not saying those things aren't, you shouldn't do those things for your man. But don't make that as some guideline and some end-all, be-all on the reasons why. A lot of married women that I know, well, not that I know, I've heard a lot of some married women talk about these, oh, that's the reason why you're not married because you're out here in these streets. Am I or am I just living my life? Am I having fun? So don't think because you don't do those things that makes you better. Somebody be like, oh, well, why he with her? Because um, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't go out every day or every weekend. I come home. I read my Bible. Whatever. I don't know. Child, I don't know. I'd be like, well, clearly she's doing something. And don't get me wrong, I've been guilty of saying like why he's with her. But now, now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, well, clearly that's something he wanted over there. Doesn't take away from me. It doesn't mean that I'm less of a a, a candidate for someone because I didn't do those things that that person does. It's just people like who they like. But it's just you see these pick me's under all these statuses and um. Post the shade room under telling someone, shaming somebody. Oh, that's the reason why, blah, blah, blah. Uh-uh, don't do that. I mean, even looking at somebody like Aisha Curry, like people up in arms about what she said, but she said stuff before like, oh, I'm a, you know, maybe you should cover yourself up and be modest and da-da-da-da. Okay, but you want to be desired. You ain't going to be too much desired sexually by men if you're covered up. You are to some degree, but I'm saying if you want to play in that role of being sexy or having a sexualized image, you might have to spruce it up a little bit. Sexy is not always just in a look. It's a being. To be sexy is a state of mind as well. So if you don't carry yourself in a sexy way, it don't matter if you got clothes on or not, you're just not going to be sexy because that's not the state of being you're in. And people don't understand that. So it's it's a it's a walk, it's a talk, it's a the movement, a subtle way of yourself to be sexy. So I tell people do things that make you feel sexy. You know, if you feel insecure about yourself, you're focusing on the wrong thing. You're focusing on without, and you 
will continue to be unhappy because you're focusing on what you don't have or what you don't um, look like. I know for me, I've gained weight. And one of the things that I did was get waist beads. And I used them to monitor my weight. So like around my belly, because usually I've always had like a flat stomach. And because I have big boobs, it I just never look. I'm Sometimes people tell me I don't look as big as I am, but that's just because my boobs stick out further than my stomach. And as long as that happens, I'm good. <laughs> and as long as my, you know, I still got some type of curve. When I start blending in and look like a sack of potatoes, then I need to, you know, change what I'm doing. But... Just having something about waist beads around you, you know, I don't necessarily, no one sees them, you know, unless you saw me naked. (laughs) Or, you know, I was in a bathing suit or I showed you because I don't mind showing people my waist beads. So when I put them on, I tell people, you feel sexy in them when you strip down all your clothes and you see this jewelry around your waist. It makes you feel feminine. It makes you feel good about yourself. I know for me, even on days where I'm bloated, like right now, okay, well, y'all don't need to notice, but you know, I got acne right now because you know, that time of the month, you get these haters all over your face. And of course I got one like almost near my lips. So it's mortifying right now. Like I just want to die for a couple of days until it goes away and then come back, resurrect. But it's days when I just don't feel like I feel like a fat mama cheeseburger. I know that's a throwback. Um, I look down at my waist beads and sometimes I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror after I come out the shower, put on some oil and I catch myself in the mirror and I'm like, (laughs) look at my caramel skin, you know, ice cream, caramel you know, skin. I'm like, damn, she fine. You know, and I'm looking at myself, modeling, profiling. I'm doing all those things. Even though some days I do feel insecure about what I might look like because I gained a little weight. I take a picture and it's the wrong angle. And I got that big, big mama cooking arm showing, you know, I'm just like, oh God. Or my eyes is doing that weird lazy eye thing again. And my nose feel like it's a big old bell pepper. Look, I can go on and on and on. But at that moment when I look in the mirror and I see my waist beads and I just see my skin nice and caramely. I think that's a word. Whatever, it's going to be one today. Um, I'm just like, damn. Damn. She fine. You know, or sometimes I look in the mirror and I might just wake up. And I'm like, oh my God, I wash my face. And I look, take a glimpse of myself in the mirror, you know, just checking my skin out, making sure that the color's back. And I'm just like, you know, you're beautiful, regardless of what. Like, we're not perfect human beings. And I feel like in this day and age, people are looking to be perfect. Perfect is just something that was constructed by somebody that didn't know fucking better. I don't know. Perfect shouldn't even be a word because we're all imperfect. Or we all have flaws. Um, And then we are holding 
ourselves to standards set forth by somebody else. A lot of us are still holding ourselves to European standards. Or some people feel like if you're, it's weird because being light brown skin, I'm not light skin and I'm not dark skin. And then there's that I'm in between. So people are like, oh, you're safe. Oh, I'm not light skin, but I'm not dark skin. You know, and at one point I wanted to be dark skin because I felt like dark skin beauty, dark skin women were beautiful. The skin was just, you know, rich like chocolate and, you know, oiled up. You know, and a lot of people be like, oh, my God, like, you know, I've had friends and they were dark skin and I'm just, well, not even dark skin, dark brown. Um, I'm like, you're gorgeous. Like my best friend, gorgeous. All my friends, gorgeous. And they're all different varieties, you know, um, black, African, Spanish, whatever. Beautiful. They all are beautiful in their own way. And I hope if they're listening, I hope y'all know that y'all are beautiful, regardless of whatever, you know, all of my friends have shared their um, insecurities with me. And I I love to be the person to tell them, like, you're beautiful. I don't care what you're talking about, girl. You're pretty. And not just, I don't even want to say you're pretty. You're beautiful. Because it's also, again, a state of being as well. Because some people can be visually beautiful. But their attitude can then in turn make them ugly. And it's no matter how beautiful they look on the outside, when they speak, when they talk, I mean, when they walk, how they are, how they treat people, you're just ugly. And people are not insecure about that. You're more, their people are more judging themselves on surface, surface level. And that beauty is within deep, you know, in deep. Um, don't get me wrong, you know, some people are very attractive to the eye, you know, and it's funny because when someone is attractive, you were as a society as a whole, you treat them better. And I feel like when people are not visually attractive, quotations, you know, people treat them any kind of way until they show you who they are and their um, beauty really starts to speak through them. And that's why some ugly, some some pretty people, they can be rude and nasty. And I'm just like, girl, you pretty, but you, you got a pretty nasty ass attitude. And that changes the game up for me, at least. You know, some people will still deal with it because they're shallow. You know, they only deal with surface deep. They can't go surface level. They can't go deep. Mm-mm. They only on the top, top floor. Or they only on the, the the outer layer, and when you cut in deep, that's where the meat, that's where the you know, like a cake, all right, the icing, all oh, that's good. But you get down into the nitty gritty, that's where the good stuff is, the soul. It's a lot, it's a lot. But when we're dealing with insecurities, these pick me girls, it's like. It's, it's weird because it, they kind of go hand in hand. A lot of pick me's will be like, oh, well, I have, you know, this, well, like, why this guy didn't pick me? Because I have a college degree. I'm beautiful. I'm smart. I cook. I clean. I can change a tire. I can, I don't know, do all these fucking ridiculous things. That has nothing to do with who's going to pick you. You don't have to shame anybody else because they don't do those things. You don't have to shame anybody else because they're not doing everything um, 
for their man to be like their fucking housewife. This is 2019. Most housewives, well, I don't want to say most housewives. A lot of us have to work. I'm not even a wife, but a lot of us have to work. But you don't have to shame someone because they're going out and they're living their life. And they may be single. Okay? They're single to do whatever they want to do. I just feel like women tend to... I just read these statuses or it's not even just they're feeding into misogynistic. It's just like, all right, uh, this one guy I follow on Instagram, Cas Facts. He actually has a podcast too. Um... I gave it a listen a, a few times. I need I need to get back on to listening to podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, I like to listen to him on the way to work. But anyway, his statuses are always hilarious because I feel like it's girls giving him the inside scoop on how we really are. So it'll be something sexually suggestive on a post. And here go all these girls like, yeah, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. And I'm like, are you really or are you just saying this so that your DMs can blow up? Because if it tells you that, um, like, the one of them was, like, if you, what did he say? He said something like, um, which, ladies, which one are you? A soul snatcher um, in the throat, basically about sucking dick. Um, it was like, you need help. <laughs> or D, none of your business or something like that. Whatever the case may be. It was some lettering. And a lot of girls was like, soul snatcher, soul snatcher. Like, okay, boost yourself up. Then some of them was just like, I'm both A and B. So you're a soul snatcher and a deep. Okay. All right, sis. Good. Good for you. And it's funny because this all sparked because this girl said, here go the, here go the pick me's <laughs> under the post. And I'm cracking up because the comments will tell you everything under someone's post. But hey, by all means, you know, I don't judge those women either. Like, get it how you got to get it. You know, we all boost ourselves up here and there. You know, I post the stuff that said, hey, why not? But not to the point where I'm doing it as in to, to judge someone or feed into this role for men. Do it for yourself. Do your big old freak, big old, big old, big old freak. Go ahead, shorty. But don't be all like, oh, I got to do this for my man because that's how you keep them. No, that's what you got to do. <laughs> it's not, that's not, you don't fit the guidelines for us to, to, um, to follow. And that just plays with men too because they do the same thing. Oh, this is what you need to do to keep your man. Oh, really? Because when your girl was doing that, you still was stepping. So... Help me understand, you know, make it make sense to me. That's just like when we talk about pick me girls, there's pick me guys. There's guys that be like, I have um, this car. I make this money. I got this. I got that. This is why you should talk to me. No, you can't hold a stimulating conversation with me. I don't feel the vibe. We ain't on the same wave. You operating at a low frequency. I'm trying to go high. You trying to go low. Now we stuck in the middle. <laughs> you know, that's why when I said that definition, like, what is a good man? 
You know, a lot of guys are pick me's because they want to tell you exactly what they are and what they can do. But do you? Is that what that woman wants? Don't judge her if she wants a drug dealer. Maybe he offers emotional stimulation as well as some other type of stimulation to keep her there. Just because you might have the means and you think that you're a good person or good guy, good woman, doesn't necessarily mean that you're the candidate for that person. We all have to make sure that we can handle rejection. I know that's a hard thing. And move on. Who's for you will be for you, regardless. You know, I can't sit up here and say, maybe he'll like me if I had a bigger butt. Maybe, maybe he won't. So we just got to work through it. Work through our own insecurities to be a better person for each each other or ourselves, I should say, not each other, but Work on being a better person for you and you'll see the change throughout yourself. You know, if you wake up every morning and tell yourself, I look beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm going to be a beautiful person inside and out, you'll see what beauty attracts to you. Like attracts like. And sometimes opposites attract as well. But... I'm just saying we need to live a life and not shame each other for what we don't have, what we don't look like, especially black women. Like we need to make sure that we are appreciating all of our beauty. You know, when I went natural, a lot of women would say, oh, my God, everybody on trend with this natural stuff. Like, uh -uh, why don't she just perm her hair? Excuse me. I haven't had a perm in over 10 years. Not perming my hair because I want my hair to be thick. I don't want all these chemicals in my hair. I don't judge people for straightening their hair. That's what they want to do. I don't judge people for wearing weaves. Hey, I do occasionally. Um, shit, some of these lace fronts. It's days I don't feel like doing my hair. I wish I could just slap a wig on and change my look up. You know, I just feel like if it don't look good, it don't look good, period. I don't care what it look like. I don't care if you're natural. You know, some people feel like nat being natural is easy work. No, it's not. I'm going to work today with an afro on my hair. You know why? Because I'm making this podcast. <laughs> and I got deep conditioning in my hair and I have to wash it and I have to go to work. <laughs> so I'm going to tell myself today that I'm beautiful because I'm a beautiful person inside and out. At least i like to believe that regardless of this cystic acne on my face that is really taking it's get it's taking a toll on my soul because it's like one of those big old bumps and you don't want to pop it because it's going to hurt and it's going to leave a mark my hair is going to be nappy because i'm going to go to work and it's going to be wet and it's going to dry down and it's going to be matted to my head but i can't wear a hat to work It is what it is. I'm going to slap some earrings on there, put some lip gloss on it, lip gloss on my lips. And I'm going to walk in and I worry about shit. Somebody's going to notice. Somebody's going to say something about it. 
And I'm okay with that because it's going to be a day they're going to come in and they're going to have a big old bump. Hair going to be all mangled and nappy. You see what I'm saying? Circle of life. Some people get caught off guard. Everybody ain't on point 100% of the time. And if they are, that takes a lot of work. Okay? Because there's days when I want to come out, I come outside and I look like a homeless person. I'm clean though. So that's all that really matters. And usually when I look like that, I get the most attention. They say that guys feel like you're a little bit more approachable because you look like a bum. And I'm like, why would you want to talk to me and I look like a bum? And I guess the days when I'm looking all nice, maybe I'm a little intimidating. I don't know. I Look, that's another whole nother episode. The whole gist to tie this episode in is... These pick me girls is ridiculous. Okay, what you think you you doing and all of that? Good luck. Okay, because it don't matter how cute you are, how um, what you do for a person, people are going to do what they want to do because of them and not because of you. So what you need to do in turn is love yourself, love yourself enough to know that even though someone may not like you. Say someone may not pick you. You don't have to fight for that attention. Give yourself that attention and watch what comes to you. You see what I'm saying? Um, as far as us women insecurities, we could be a little bit nicer to each other. You know, I'm all for a sisterhood. And I hope, you know, this episode probably was leaning more towards <laughs> the ladies. Guys, if you're listening, thank you. <laughs> But the ladies, you know, we could be nicer to each other. We can smile at each other. We can tell somebody where we got our bundles from. You know, I tell people all the time where I get my hair products in. And it's so crazy because I'm such a person that give compliments out. I get a lot of compliments back. I don't know how many times women have gave me compliments on my hair yesterday. And it was, all I did was put it in a puff. And the lady was like, I love your hair. Is women that says, you're gorgeous. I tell them to their face. I'm like, oh my God, you're so pretty. And they be like, thank you, just to brighten up somebody's day. So I just want y'all to know that being insecure, you know, if you can work through those insecurities, tell yourself, don't focus so much on what you don't look like, what you don't. If you do, try to do to change it. If that means surgery, I hope, you know, you're not changing yourself for, to please someone else. Do whatever you do to please yourself. If it means getting a, a BBL and that makes you feel better about yourself. By all means, do it. No judgments here. Do whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good. But as long as when you look in that mirror, you tell yourself that you're beautiful and you believe it and you feel it and it's a being a way of being, keep going on. I don't want no one to feel insecure. Even us, even the younger girls, I tell my nieces all the time they're gorgeous, they're beautiful, they're smart. I try to speak that life into them because I don't want them to go around, you know, they're going to receive hate regardless. Not everybody has that mind frame to big up another woman. I just want them to know you're not alone. And if you feel insecure about something, okay, but we're going to focus on the things you do like about yourself. And if there's something you can change, whether it means if you don't like the way you look, better clothes. You know, I tell women all the time, this is swimsuit season. Oh my God, how many complaints? Oh, my boobs are not big enough. This, this. And I tell them, you know what? You focusing on what you don't like. One great tip, especially because I worked in a swimsuit store, 
Focus on what you do like and accentuate that. So if it's your stomach, wear a bikini. If it's your boobs, hey, push, wear a push-up and push them up and cover whatever you don't like. But don't focus on what you don't like. And if you are focusing on what you don't like, work on fixing it to be better. So this concludes this episode. Again, thanks for listening. If you're listening on Anchor and you want to leave me a voice message, go ahead, interact with me. Also, again, my social media platforms is um, on Instagram is 30NFClue. Um, you know, of course, the ad before all of that. I'm also on Twitter, the same. Um, hit me up on Twitter. Um, or you can hit my personal page on Twitter, which is BlackQueen86. That's mine. You know, you'll see my face up there. <laughs> my big old forehead shining. And if you're on any other um, podcast sites like Spotify, you know, subscribe. You know, join the family. Join the clueless people that listen into my podcast. <laughs> Because we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure out everything. And if you're on Anchor, again, like. If you want to leave me a comment on my Instagrams, go ahead. Interact with me. I love people. I love the interaction. And love y'all. Bye. Wait. There's more. So this episode basically was an impromptu episode, like a lot of them. So excuse the noise in the background. I just want to put that disclaimer out there. And if you made it to this, thank you guys so, 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 so much for listening, tuning in. I know I probably said it a million times throughout the podcast, but I'm really appreciative on anyone that listened and on this podcast and I'm only going to get better and better and better the more and more I do this I just want y'all to know that I'm making my dreams come true and I am extremely happy to have this chance to get my voice out there I know everyone has opinions uh, views and things like that and I'm just sharing mine so have a good day Thanks for listening. Be blessed. And although I don't have a clue, because clearly you can hear in that podcast, I was literally probably in the bathroom fumbling around with my papers. And excuse the gum, because I heard that too. So I just want to put that out there. I know y'all probably heard it. We only want to get better. And once I figure out this editing thing, it's going to all come together. Bye. Love y'all.